0: Welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be.
1: Hey everyone, this is Chris, and welcome to Dads with Daughters, where we bring you guests to help you be active participants in your daughters' lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. Today, I'm really excited to have a guest that I've known for a really long time, Drew Bennett. From Ben Spark Family Adventures is here, and uh, he's got two kids. He's got a daughter and a son. And today we're going to talk about his daughter and some of the experiences that he's had. One of the things that I really like about Drew is that he brings passion into everything that he does, and he has a amazing ability to be able to take his own experiences, his own hobbies, and help his kids to also live through his own experiences, but also to help them have their own. Drew, thanks so much for being on the show this week.
0: Hey, thank you, Chris. I'm really excited to be here. This is uh, this is fun. It's kinda it, it it's a whole new medium compared to when we first started working together.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is. Now this show is all about you and your daughter and one of the things that I wanted to have you talk about first is to talk about the story, to share the story of the reaction that you had when you found out that you were going to be a father of a daughter.
0: Okay, well, um, utter terror, because I was I was very, very... I I, I wasn't sure what to do, um, especially with, with the daughter. I, I You know, am I going to be a good example for what kind of man I want her to be with later in life if that's, you know, if she's so inclined that way? Um Or for anyone who's going to be their their significant other, am I going to be a good example of that? And that was probably one of the things that I was most worried about. And then, you know, you worry about the world. You worry about uh, all sorts of things. But then I was also, you know, really excited because I I just, she's just adorable and I love her. And and she's smart and funny. And uh, she's now 11 and starting to go into that pre thing. So we're starting to have more grown-up conversations together. But we've always had a really good connection, uh, the, the two of us, um, ever since she was little. You know, I'd read to her. I'd take her on, on little uh, daddy-daughter dates, and, and we do so a lot of fun stuff. Uh, you know, about two years old, I put a camera in her hands, and she started, you know, taking pictures. And she's taken some of my favorite ones ever just you know, because of a different perspective and that's really what it's been about the The two of us. There are different perspectives and, and how uh, she's grown and I've grown as a father. She's grown as a daughter and just seeing her take her creativity and just her willingness to try all sorts of things, whether she has any clue how to do them or not. Uh, that That's amazing to me. So, there, there are some really amazing things that she's done that I'm, I'm very proud of.
1: Now, one of the things that you just talked about was that as your daughter's been getting older, that you've had to have more adult conversations with her. And I know that I've felt the same way with an, with an 11 and, and almost 15-year-old. I've had to have those similar kind of conversations. Now, with your daughter, what's been the hardest conversation that you've had to have? and, And how did you get through it?
0: I think the hardest thing for me is She does theater, and she didn't get chosen for a part, even though she worked really, really hard, and she just wasn't chosen for a part. Now, when I was in high school, I did theater, and I did it all through high school, except my senior year. I played football the first part of the year, and so I did not do the fall production. I came back for the spring production, and... It's kind of painful for me because I really love the theater and I felt that I was treated unfairly uh, in my senior year because I did not do the fall production. Uh, so when it came time for the spring production and I I tried out, I, I uh, auditioned, I worked really hard and I didn't get the part. I got the understudy for the part I wanted. And the person who actually got the part uh, barely showed up for uh, uh, for. Uh, rehearsals, and I knew all the lines and there was at one point the director said to me in front of everyone I really should have picked you for this part and I looked at him and I said yeah you should and you know but I didn't quit that because I never quit football and that kicked my butt every day it was something that I had been strength training with the guys on the football team, and I had never played in my life, and I just I had no clue how to do it. And I was really terrible, but I kept at it, and I I kept trying, and I you know I, I played and I, I had a good time, and I I learned something about myself in that way, and I, it's just like you don't quit, um, and so that was the conversation I had with her is that you know she felt that she didn't get a part that that um, you know her contribution wasn't as important, and she wasn't able to be part of it and she wanted to quit and I said you know look and I told her my story which is has, has really been uh, uh, um, I never did theater ever again after that I, I didn't do any anything in um, college I was just I was so just hurt over that and so I could understand her hurt and her pain in that um, you know in that rejection and uh so I think I was kind of uniquely qualified specifically for my daughter <laughs> in that
1: way. Now, when you had that conversation, did you share that journey that you went through with her? Absolutely from start to finish, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I I, t- I tend to overshare. <laughs> I tend to over over everything. Um, you know, I I think she understood that and it's not that I wanted to diminish what she had gone through by telling her what I had gone through. It was more to connect with her on how, um, you know, I've had these disappointments in my life as well, but you, you move on from that. And I found other avenues that um, I could I could do for, um, like I, I never did acting again, but now I, I do a YouTube channel and I, uh, you know, I enjoyed that. I did years and years of podcasting and, and that will, you know, I enjoyed that as well. I still am not the best at
1: uh losing my ums and ahs, but I'm I'm getting there. (laughs) You know, that's a really great message that you were able to share with your daughter because, you know, for me, I also was in theater and had experiences like you did in having to try out. And uh, I actually, my oldest daughter just went through the trial process as well. And she didn't want a huge part, but she wanted a smaller part. And we're going to find out here pretty soon whether or not she got that part or not. And in that process, we actually talked a little bit about the experiences that I had in trying out for different parts and trying out and seeing what I would get. I know that you said that your daughter has uh, has a lot of creativity, that she enjoys being creative, and that you en- encourage that creativity. Talk to me a little bit about how you encouraged the creativity that she has in the things that she does. Sure. One thing that
0: she's really into right now is cosplay. And she, yeah, when I told her that we were going to the Granite State Comic Con in a couple of weeks, uh, I said that there's a kids cosplay uh, contest and she's like, oh, I'm on it. She has been working on a character for a story for a long time and she's drawn this character and she's written about this character and she's decided to bring this character to life in in her uh, as her cosplay character. And she looks on Amazon, finds different parts for the costume and then also I took her on on a little trip to Joanne's which is a crafting store and in the store we looked for stuff for jewelry and she made this amazing piece of jewelry that has like a bracelet on the arm that has a chain that goes to like a medallion that looks like a steampunk owl. And then chains from that go off into three rings that are like steampunk rings. And they all go together. And she made that. She just like, we found the chain, we found the rings, we found all these things. And she put that all together. Like, we brought it home. That night she was like, here it is, showing, you know, here you go, Dad. And I'm like... The only thing I helped her with is a little bit of super glue because I've glued my fingers every single time I've used super glue. So I was like, no, you're not, you're not using the super glue because I still mess it up.
1: <laughs> so oh, I've been there, done that. I've stuck my fingers together so many times I can't even think about how hard it was to get that stuff off. Now, I know that you've had her in your life for 11 years and she has grown with you as, as you've grown with her. And as you think about all this time together, what would you say has been the hardest part of being a dad with a daughter?
0: Uh, The hardest part for me is kind of looking at the landscape of the world and, um, you know, see, how am I preparing her for what the possibilities are? And um, I recently started taking uh, Krav Maga, which is uh, an Israeli martial arts, and it's something that i have really fallen in love with and my son takes karate and whenever they have what they call buddy weeks is they can take anybody they want and my daughter has gone a number of times and she's done this uh and she does it well you know she's been da- doing dance forever so she can kick super high and she can do all these things and she's a great balance and i i've Try to encourage her to to maybe take some more of these martial arts classes for the the confidence, and also, you know, I want to know that she can kick butt if she needs to, <laughs> sort of thing, and, and you know, and I just want you know to have that confidence in yourself, which sometimes I, I I worry that she doesn't have as much confidence in herself, and I think that this would be a good way for it, but uh, she hasn't shown as much interest, so you know, that, 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 that's, that's been kind of hard that there's something I see that she could benefit from because we've actually, um, done some sparring at home. Like I got the kids mitts, I got focus mitts and I taught them a few things and just doing that, she really loved it. And maybe it's just the spending time with me, you know, or, or what? And I thought, oh, maybe this will translate to her wanting to, to do some more martial arts and, and stuff.
1: Now, one of the things that I know that you like to do with your daughter is is gaming. And there's a lot of dads out there that like to do the same, And whether it be, you know, RPG type play or video gaming. I know you like to play video games and like to have your daughter play along with you. And you've been able to share your love of playing video games with your daughter as well. And For me, I know that when I introduced video games to my own daughters that I had to go on my own little journey to be able to figure out how can I introduce this to them? How can I be patient to be able to introduce this to them? And I know that you've gone on your own journey into introducing video games and gaming to your daughter. Can you give some some tips, some hints of how you did this and what you might suggest other dads do to be able to – go through this process with their own kids?
0: Well, okay, so kind of getting to your point there where the the, the journey on that, uh, I definitely had the patience issue. I've been video game since 1984. I had the first NES when it came out. I, I played Zelda until it... You know, if you've ever seen the Goldbergs episode where he beats Zelda, that was me. You know, th- th- there were so many uh, parts of that show where that was me. And I loved... Playing video games—that was basically what I did every day after school. Was play play video games. I still have my old system, and I actually hooked it up to my television at one point and had the kids start uh, try playing that. I always said to myself, "Oh, I'm going to keep this because I know games are going to get better in the future, and my kids can play this, uh, you know, whenever they're in trouble, (laughs) so they can get used to playing, you know, these games that what does this do and you know that that sort of thing." Uh, But. If a dad wants to get into to gaming with their kids, uh, you know, find something that they're interested in. There are so many different games based on uh, characters that they probably already know. Uh, one of the great ones to do is Lego. Uh, Lego has amazing games that are so much fun. They're fun for parents. They're fun for kids. They're really easy. And they have all different genres of characters that kids already know. So like Harry Potter or Star Wars or even the superheroes, DC and Marvel. They've got all that. And uh, for a while, they had a thing called Lego Dimensions that actually pulled in so many things from our own childhood. You know, they had Knight Rider in there. They had the A-Team in there, Gremlins. They had all these different things. And we, we played that you know it really kind of bridged the gap there and say hey this is something i watched every night i watched night rider every week and it was like must see television i i had to watch kit you know do this turbo jump all, all the time and and those those sort of things so being able to talk about uh, those things that uh, even though um you know the kids are not going to watch the Gremlins quite yet. Uh, they're still a little bit. They, I think they get so freaked out at the end uh, of Gremlins with the pool scene, and uh, and other things too. I mean, it's it's basically a little little horror movie, but uh, we think it's hilarious and fun. But at, mm, I'm, I'm not sure they're really into that yet. But um, I digress. Uh, getting into the gaming uh, with the kids. You know, find something that they're that you're both interested in, and. I would take some time to learn the game uh, myself. You know, I I know there's so many dads out there who, who game and they, they do different things. Like I myself, um, I write for the Toy Insider Parent Panel for video games, and one of the articles I had to write was violence in video games. And the thing that I heard bantered around all the time was a game called Fortnite, and I was just like, oh Fortnite, I don't want to do anything with Fortnite. I can't stand Fortnite. Nah. and. But I never played it, and so I went and I played the game. I play the game every day (laughs) now. I mean, I I make videos about it on my YouTube channel. I I find things that I try to help people with with challenges, and that has become something that's actually made my YouTube channel kind of thrive a little bit more, Um, but it's also been something really cool. Now, the thing is, my daughter absolutely can't stand Fortnite because... All the boys in her class play it, even though they're not really old enough to do it. But they all do the dances. They do these silly things. And even down in my son's grade, and and he's four years younger than her, they're they're doing the dances and stuff like that, too. I mean, it's a very colorful, almost Saturday morning cartoonish, um, but it's guns and eliminating people. You know, that's the main point of it. But it's a video game. So we're not going to be playing that anytime soon. One of the games that we're playing right now that we're all enjoying is super mario maker 2 and i want to let you know that i received that for free from nintendo i work with nintendo and it's it's a game where kids get to create courses of super mario so they can be in different genres of super mario like super mario world super mario 3 a bunch of other different ones that i can't remember but my son actually picked it up really well and then he started teaching his sister and the two of them are really enjoying making courses. And what they enjoy most is trying to make a course that's impossible for me to finish. So they'll take one that has these clear tubes that shoot Mario, and they'll make it so you get into this one tube, and it'll shoot you right into the water, and you die. And so we have to talk about a little bit of things about gaming. It's like, well, you don't want to make it impossible for somebody to pass the game you want to make it at least enjoyable so you know here if you're just you get to a point where you're completely stuck and there's nowhere at all you can do you know let's add in a block or something that'll allow mario to get out but he's got to find the block, that sort of thing. So you can make it a challenge, but can't make it impossible. Let's make it something that's actually enjoyable. And so we're learning about gaming, and they're doing really creative stuff, and I get to showcase that on our YouTube channel, but I also get to spend time with them talking about the games and how they, you know, how they can interact and build them. And so uh, that's something that, that we're really enjoying a lot.
1: You know, one of the things that I love about this concept is that these games really pull you together. And I've tried a lot of games. Mario tends to be one that my kids really like, but I have not tried the Mario Maker, the Super Mario Maker that you were talking about. But it seems like one that would be so amazing to do with my own girls. And one of the things that I really love about it is that it allows for you to encourage their creativity, and then you can praise that creativity and be able to bring out even more creativity in your own
0: girls. Absolutely. And the really cool thing about this too is that uh, we can download anybody's courses, any course that anyone has made in the world. I've actually connected with someone and and done a few uh, reviews of just their, their games. So I, I play their course. And it's basically to showcase them and talk, talk about that. So I do that with the kids. I do that with other people. And that's kind of one of the things that we do on our, our channel. And it's fun because you could play somebody's course, and then you could take it, and then you could edit it and make it your own. So, oh, wow, I really love the concept of this. What if we add this? What if we do this? And, and that's some of the things that we can talk about as we play. And it's great, too, because... I'm not really good at the building. I love the playing. I'm not good at the building. The kids are amazing at the building. And so, you know, it also gives me another chance to say, hey, look, you guys are really amazing at this building. And, you know, so so that encourages them to, to want to do more of that. And and then, you know, then they can see how I play and, and they can also play themselves.
1: One of the things that I always tell new dads is that you have to get down on your kids level. You have to see the world the way that they do so that you can understand where they're coming from. And I think through gaming, you can do that, whether it be through Super Mario World, Super Mario Maker, you know, whatever game that you might want to play. If you can understand the games that they enjoy, the things that they enjoy, even if you don't enjoy them, it gives you an opportunity to get to know your kids in a new way. I know that you really like to play Fortnite in that your son, even though he's not old enough to play right now, he probably watches you and he's learning from you. And you're probably having some great conversations along with what he's seeing.
0: My son is seven, so he does not play Fortnite. He's classmates, some of them do. But we won't allow that because he's just not old enough and but he's seen me play and we talk about it and it's it's more so that we can discuss what what it's all about and how it's just a video game and and that sort of thing and you know the hard thing too is that i i get toys from companies the fortnite toys and i love to display them and, and i actually just took them all out of the house and display them at work but i have to do the reviews of them so i have them in the house and you know Boys are fun and this game is, is, is interesting, but at the same time, it's not for his age. But if you have an older child that Fortnite is something that they're old enough for and it is something that they enjoy and you just don't get it. I mean, at first I just didn't get it. I was walking around and kids were building stuff and they were flying all over here and jumping and, and you know, turn around. Next thing I know, eliminate it, eliminate it, eliminate it, eliminate I am dead every two seconds. And so some of my early videos, it's just me dead, 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 dead. You know, I turn around dead, dead, dead. And it was just it was like. Terrible, and I've gotten some comments like "Grandpa, this isn't a game for you." Like, <laughs> like, so I started to embrace that uh, in in a way, like, "Hey, I am the Fortnite Grandpa, and I, you know, I'm I'm learning." But you know what? I did games that had two buttons and and hardly any movement, so I, I learned a lot of frustration and, and learned how to do things. So I will pick this game up, and you know you 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 play the game that your kids are interested in, and. That way you can discuss it and you have something in common to talk about. Uh, whether that's Fortnite, whether that's Super Mario, whether that's... Oh, there's so many different games. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, just, it's just crazy. But yeah, get on their level and get to understand what they like and, and then talk about it.
1: Now, we always finish our interviews with what we call our Fatherhood Five, where we ask you five questions to delve deeper into you as a parent. So in one word what is fatherhood that would be two uh, two words trial and error three, three that's words fine. that's fine that's fine trial and error when was the time you felt that you finally succeeded at being a father of a daughter it's not just one time it,
0: it's it's every time she looks at me for advice or you know or reassurance or you know it that 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 to me is what it validates me being a father, or or makes me feel like, yeah, okay, I I am a good father to a, to a daughter. Or if she sees somebody that she doesn't want to be, you know, she's like, I'm so glad that you're my dad and not this person.
1: <laughs> how would your kids describe you as a dad?
0: Tired? <laughs> no, because I have such a weird sleep schedule that it's like dad's always sleeping at off hours. I work off hour shifts, so it's it's a little nuts. Uh, I work 7 to 7, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's a crazy schedule. It started about eight years ago when my son was born, uh, right before he was born. We got a new house, son, new job and you know the world got a little little bit different and so they know that dad is uh a lot of times he, he might he may sleep you know weirdly during during the week um but i know that that's kind of my my joke answer um but i i think they would find me um just to be loving you know that uh i love my kids i you know i'm very affectionate to them they they know they can come to me if they, they need a hug or if they need a kiss or if they just, you know, just need to, to vent. They can talk to me.
1: Now, who inspires you to be a
0: better dad? Well, oh, that'd be my dad. You know, my dad and my grandfather. Uh, it's interesting because, um, well, I'm the third. My son is the fourth. And we're all, you know, from, from my grandfather. Now, my grandfather, he didn't have a, a, a good childhood or a good father figure. Uh, but then he became a father to eight children. Uh, he had seven seven he had seven daughters and one son. So the oldest is my dad, and then he has seven sisters. So this is a guy who who is like you know, I wish he was still alive. Um, it's been two years now, uh, as of two days ago, and um, not two days ago. I'm sorry. Two days ago would have been his birthday, but I, I digress. Uh he was just someone that every day he would wake up and he was a very spiritual man so he'd pray for every single one of his grandchildren. Now he has 7 children and they have lots of children. So he had something like 40 something grandchildren and great grandchildren and he would pray for them every single day all the grandchildren all all his children everyone. Um he just whether it was prayer or what, but he thought about them every day. Do you know what I mean? Like, you you think about your family and you put them first. He this this man worked so many different jobs to support a family of eight. It's unheard of, like now. I mean, I couldn't imagine having a family of eight and trying to to work different jobs. I mean, he started a restaurant just so he could feed the family. You know that that sort of thing. Everyone worked at it that was the sort of thing that was, that was done. And, and taxicab driver, newspaper delivery, you know, just so many custodian, he did so many things. And, um, you know, I'm really proud that I'm named after him and after my father. I mean, my father, he worked, I mean, he, he worked so hard, um, in contracting and he would be working on houses and he would teach me, how to do some of that stuff. And I always felt like, you know, that's really not for me, but I can understand and appreciate, you know, the value of it. Uh, And, and that was something that I always knew that he worked hard, whether he was, you know, he wasn't always there as much as like I am with the kids. I mean, I, because of the off hours, I'm I'm always home and stuff with them uh, during the week. So I spent a real lot of time with them uh, more so than, than I think either my parents, my father or my grandfather had the time to do. And uh, I'm, I'm lucky for that so that I can, you know, share the experience that they had, their wisdom, and to, to become a better father. So those are the ones who inspired me.
1: Now, what's one piece of advice that you would give other dads with daughters?
0: I guess the main inclination I have is to protect, but I can't always be hovering and protect her. I've got to let her go out into the world to fail, to be hurt, and to be able to to pick herself up, and and that is so hard to even think about doing and to let happen, because uh, you want you don't want anything to happen to your your baby girl, you know, because that's it, that's just you don't, and, and so you've got to let go a bit no matter your your inclination to protect, but they have to be able to do things on their own and be strong.
1: Well, Drew, this has brought us to the end of our show today. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing all of this and sharing your heart of being a father to a daughter. Now, if other people want to find you, to be able to uh, check out you on the interwebs, where would be the best place for them to go to be able to find you? So
0: the best place to go would be to benspark.com. I can also be found on Instagram and Twitter as benspark at facebook.com slash bensparkfamilyadventures. And I'm also found on YouTube uh, as uh, youtube.com slash c slash bennett. For some reason, if you Google benspark on YouTube, it comes up with leg press videos. I guess that's something that means in German, I don't know.
1: If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual, and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of Fathering Together. Find out more at fatheringtogether.org. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be.
2: We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons, we make the meals, we buy them presents, bring your A-game, cause those kids are growing fast, the time goes by just like a dynamite blast, calling astronauts and firemen.